Okay. Hopefully, it's working now. Yes, it is working perfectly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Great to hear. Alright, so, welcome back everybody to the Matrix Unveiled. Thank you guys all so much for being here. I appreciate every single one of you that's in this chat room right now. Um, it's been a little minute since I've, I've made a live stream. It's been longer than I, I've wanted to. Um, but, you know, I, I really was feeling called to come on here today and to talk about a lot of different things because there's been a lot of different energy shifts within my own personal life as well as within the Matrix reality. Um, and there's just so much that's been going on, I don't even know where to start. So, <laughs> let's just start off with uh, saying hello to everyone in the chat and giving everyone a shout out because... Um, that's a good way to start off. So, welcome Lindsay, welcome Gary, Mooney, welcome Kadia, welcome uh, Kel, Kels, and to everyone else that's in here, uh, thank you guys so much for being here. I'm going to try and do like a, an hour long show or something like that, so not super uh, long or anything, but I definitely do have a lot of stuff to talk about today. And the reason why I haven't made as many videos lately is because I have been doing a lot of energy work. Um, within the certain grids that are in my area. Okay, so one thing that I do as, you know, a being that has worked on my energy signatures, I also help out make the grids better, okay? And what does this mean? A lot of people were asking me to speak about the grids and to explain how the grids work. And the grids, we can start off with just explaining the grids and just giving a basic explanation. So if you understand how a blanket is knitted, right? A blanket is knitted in the way of things kind of cross-hatched. It's, it's stitched together, okay? With fabric and with uh, different kinds of material. And this is the same way that the reality that we live in is stitched together, okay? So, um, this matrix is a light-based grid. It's a light-based reality. Meaning that this is just purely information that we exist in. This whole reality is just information. It's just digital frequencies. It's just light. Okay? So a lot of people, they think that this reality is real. They think that it's a, a physical reality when it's actually just a computer simulation. Now, is it as simple of a computer simulation as, as say, my cell phone? No. Definitely not. Uh... You know, as as similar to be as a computer simulation. If you guys hear background noise, I think someone said that they hear background uh, background noise. It might be my fan, so I'm just gonna turn it off real quick. Okay, hopefully that's that's better. It's probably was the fan, and this uh, microphone is ridiculously sensitive to any noises. It's crazy. Like I I walked out last live stream that I did with this microphone. I walked out and I went to the other room and you could hear like everything I was doing in the other room so I had to edit that part out when I re-uploaded it. Uh, that is the only downside to a blue snowball microphone for anyone that's wondering if you have a blue snowball microphone. <laughs> okay cool cool cool. Yes I did leave some of the music running. Um, I will probably pause that real quick so that way you guys can hear me better. But basically. We have this grid system, this matrix grid system, and it's overlapping information, crisscrossing everywhere. And the problem with the matrix is that there has become a lot of, you know, disorganization of the code, of the information. So actually, it's funny because somebody made a response video to one of my videos on the Anunnaki, 
and uh, she basically she made this long video um, called "Roasting the Anunnaki," and I actually thought the video was very interesting. I thought it was very funny. Um, I like to hear her perspective. You know, I'm very much open to hearing other people's perspectives um, if they do it in a respectful way. And you know, she wasn't super, she wasn't demeaning towards me, so I was okay with watching it. I didn't feel like I was being attacked. Um, she did say a lot of interesting things about how she was like, oh, this matrix is so poorly coded and everyone can see through it and, you know, it's so obvious that it's just a matrix or that it's uh, not really well well done. And um, I would have to agree with her in, in a lot of aspects and I would disagree in a lot of aspects as well. So I do think that, you know, the matrix is, it's pretty well coded for the most part because 99% of the beings, they don't even know that they're in a matrix. Even, even spiritual beings you know, quote unquote spiritual beings, they don't even realize that they're in a matrix or that they're in a simulation or that they're in a video game. Okay. So that's one thing to, to recognize if we don't even know this, then <clears throat> it's probably somewhat well coded. Okay. There's obviously a lot of glitches. There's a lot of glitches within the code. Okay. And the AI, remember the AI is not good or bad. Okay. I see too many people demonizing the AI. They're like, oh, it's just the AI. Just blame it on the AI. The AI is just like out to steal your energy. No, the AI is just an AI. It's just a, a system that is balancing the equations. Now, the AI can be hacked. It can be reprogrammed. It can be used by other entities that are of the negative polarity. So when you see the AI and it's disrupting you or it's attacking you or it's trying to mess with your frequency, you have to understand that that is not just the AI. It could be the AI because the AI has its own consciousness and it has its own agendas. But most of the time, if it's really trying to mess with you or your frequency, it's because there is another energy behind whatever is happening. So the AI can be um, it, you know, accessed the AI can be accessed by with people, uh, you know, it, it can use people and come through people. So this vessel right here, it could use my vessel and speak through it. Now, because I have a consciousness and I'm illuminated and I'm awake and I know who I am, it's not going to come through me as much. There's still programs within me, of course. There's still programs within you, within all of us. We are all programmed to some degree in this reality, okay? So... There's a lot of stuff that I had to share and I wanted to talk about today and um, I wanted to get into this really important topic which is spiritually judging other people, putting other people down and also trying to make yourself seem like you know it all, okay? And um, this is important because I think that when we are doing our spiritual work, we, you know, sometimes we can develop spiritual egos where we think that we know everything, which is not true. We, we, we literally do not know any, everything. You can't know everything. You're in this finite little body. How would you know everything? You barely know 0.01% of what the universe has to offer in terms of knowledge. Even me, even you, like any, it doesn't matter how much you've meditated, how much you've done energy work. You probably let, know less than 1% of the grand puzzle. And 1% is generous, okay? The smartest beings in this planet, they, they don't know. We, we do not know. Like, there's a lot that we don't know. We can figure out a lot of stuff, though. Within that 1%, we've learned a lot about who we are and what's happening in our reality, okay? And so, and so I wanted to say 
this this very important thing because I see when people, they have their awakening process, they somehow think that they're better than other people. They somehow think that, oh, I'm awakened now. I know everything. I know, I know what you should be doing. I know what, you know, uh, like this, the way the world should be running. I know all of this stuff and I'm just like omnipotent and all knowing and you should just bow to me and listen to me. And they may not say all those things, uh, outright. If they, if they do say those things, definitely don't engage with that kind of a person. But if they do not say these things, but it's kind of the vibration that they're giving off of like, Oh, I'm so holy. I'm so enlightened and you're not. That is someone who has a massive ego and their ego is just transformed in a different format. Okay. So recognize like we are all learning lessons. I learn lessons every single day. I make mistakes every single day. I'm glad I make mistakes. I'm really happy when I make mistake. You know why? Because it, it, it shows to me like, look, I still have so much more to learn and I'm so open to improving myself. Now, this is the the next part I wanted to talk about was reality creators and people that are psychics or tapped in, okay? Now, a lot of people, they they tend to have this this tendency to like tell people how reality is or tell people how they should perceive reality, okay? Especially in the spiritual and metaphysical communities, they have a theory about something and then they go around and they tell people and they're basically telling everyone that this is the only way that it exists and um you know you need to listen to me like i'm telling you the truth and i'm my truth is the only truth so when i'm saying this i'm kind of in reference to people that are giving advice or giving counsel when you never asked them for counsel or advice so this happens a lot. It's, it's so strange. Like I'll be in a conversation with someone and, um, it's just a normal conversation. And then they start telling me stuff that I need to work on for my ego. Like, Hey, you're, you're not fully healed here, or you're still judging this person or, or like you're doing this unconscious behavior or you're, um, acting out of your ego here, or you're not really in your power or you're still holding on to anxiety or fear. Like these, these are the kinds of conversations that some people will, will have with me and it's like they are expecting me to listen to them for their guidance when I never asked them for their guidance or their spiritual knowledge, right? It, it doesn't make any sense. Like this is a, this is a big, it's, it's a pet peeve of mine. Okay. And this may be because I have some sort of trauma or it may be just because I don't like when people try to fuck with my reality, right? We have this we have this underlying belief in the spiritual community that, oh, because if you if you don't agree with something or you don't like something or you don't resonate with that, that's because you have some trauma that's inside of you that's not healed. You know what I think that is? I think that's actually spiritually gaslighting someone. I think that's actually gaslighting someone and telling them, hey, you're just not healed. You're just, you're just not as conscious as me, bro. So you need to just be more conscious and just heal and integrate. I, no, I, I call bullshit. I, I call bullshit on that. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. I think that if somebody's trying to create your reality for you and you never asked for their advice or their guidance, right? Like I, I get people on Instagram all the time where they're they're spouting their opinions to me or on Messenger and they're giving me their their opinions and like, oh, you need to work on this part of your ego. I'm like, dude, I never asked you for your opinion. I never asked you for your advice. If if I did ask you for your advice, you know, I have people that I go and reach out to you for advice. They're my advisors. I pay them money to, to coach me and to help me. I don't, 
you know, go to random people on the internet and get advice from them because who the hell knows what they're operating off of, what kind of belief systems and and uh, information that they're operating off of, right? So if you're a spiritual teacher or you're, you're spreading this consciousness information, please, 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 please do not go to random people, especially other spiritual teachers, and just give your advice to them because you're actually trying to get your claws into their frequency. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to claw at them and fuck with their energy. You're trying to like infiltrate your your perspectives and your thoughts into their mind to make them see your way. So this is why I don't give advice to people unless I'm coaching them or unless they specifically ask me for advice. So if somebody asks me in the comment section for advice or if somebody sends me an email for advice, I don't go to random people and tell them, oh, you're unconscious here. Your ego is still acting up here. It's none of my business. You know, I have my own ego to worry about. I don't need to worry about somebody else's ego and how they're not doing well or how they're making bad choices. Okay, so if you're if you're the type of person that is doing something like this, I'm just gonna say to you, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk to you. I'm not gonna respond to you, I'm not gonna engage with your frequency because you are trying to manipulate someone without even knowing what you're doing. You're manipulating them. You're trying to see, you know, you're trying to make the reality the way that you want it to be. So this is super important guys. Okay. You got to be really careful with people that are trying to tell you, Oh, you know, I'm the guru or I'm the wise one. And, and you got to listen to me and I can, and here's another thing that they'll do. They'll be like, Oh, I feel this, this dark energy around you, or I feel this anxiety around you, or I feel this, you know, and they'll get very specific when really what they're doing is they're just talking out of their ass, okay? They're actually just full of shit. They're full of nonsense. They're not actually talking anything legitimate because they don't know you. They, they don't know, you know, their anxiety that they're feeling, it could be from what they ate for lunch. And they're just saying, oh, I'm talking to you now, I feel anxiety. No, that's nonsense, okay? So please don't listen to random people um, on the internet. Don't give advice to people on the internet unless they ask for you. Never give advice to anyone unless they ask you for advice. That's my policy. That's what I've learned for myself when, um, you know, you try to force someone into that relationship of you're the, the teacher or the coach or the mentor and the other person isn't receptive to it, you're kind of invading. So be really conscious of that. Be really, really, um, you know, really, really con- uh, conscious of that and really, really careful about that. Don't try to uh, impede your frequency on other people. So that's just, um, you know, something that I wanted to, to share with you guys and to make you guys aware of. I think that's really important. Um, so there was a other, there was a few other things I wanted to talk about. One thing I wanted to talk about was the, the energetic grid, which is what I was talking about before. Okay. The energetic grid is what we all exist in. So it's made up of ones and zeros. It's made up of energy. It's made up of frequencies. It's made up of intersecting light patterns that look like lasers almost, but it's, it's not as simple as that. You know, we kind of talked about it, um, initially in the beginning of of the, of the video. Um, and this grid, it malfunctions sometimes. So sometimes you have to become aware of where the, uh, where the grid is malfunctioning and then you have to kind of repair it if you know how to repair it. So 
only the only beings that are, are conscious of it and are able to interact with it are going to be able to repair the grid, right? So that's something that I do in my spare time or side time as I go to certain locations where the grid is needing to be turned on or to be activated or to be repaired and I go and do that. And that's because uh, from my training, that is like a, a, a job or a mission that the universe kind of gives and it's a, it's a service. It's not really something that you, you know, gain from. It's just a, a service to the collective that it's really, really important. Somebody said, is it not pixelated? No, it, it definitely is pixelated for sure. It is definitely pixelated for sure. Um, if you've seen the pixels, you're seeing part of the digital reality for sure. Breaking the infinite loop says, man, having people sending you messages on Messenger all the time must be rough. I can barely handle it with my girlfriend and buddies. Yes, it's extremely annoying. It's extremely, extremely annoying. I'm I'm sorry if I'm a little bit in an in a irritated mood today, but um, it, it, it does get extremely annoying. When you have constantly people sending you messages, it does irritate me. So <laughs> that's why I am planning to delete Messenger in like a, a few minutes or so, you know, after I finish this live stream. I'm going to just go ahead and do that. Um, I don't even want to respond uh, because everyone that you respond to, everyone that you engage with, you're creating an energy cord with, okay? So that's something that is is really uh, draining, okay? And, and, and as sensitive beings, we have to protect our energy. We can't just give our energy to every single person that asks for it because then you're not really honoring yourself. That, so that's something, that's another thing that I've been learning as well, which is to have way stronger boundaries, to have way, way more effective boundaries and to be more in my power. And that's, you know, that's always a lesson. That's always something that is to be worked on. And yes, you can cut the cord, but, you know, even cutting cords takes energy. So you have to, first you have to, you know, create a cord and then you have to cut the cord. Why create the cord in the first place? Right? Just keep the cord cut permanently or don't have a cord with these beings. Um, is, is something that I would, would say is pretty important to do. <clears throat> so I kind of wanted to make this live stream like a little Q and a free flow. Um, there was some stuff that I, I had, uh, you know, important to share, but I did share, I created a video yesterday about peacefulness. Okay. Peacefulness is, is so important. It's not something that I, <laughs> It's not something that I'm always in. Of course, I have emotional energy, but peacefulness definitely is something to strive for, for sure. And um, it takes a lot of work to to be peaceful. Okay, you have to constantly, not necessarily be on guard, but constantly, constantly be conscious of all of the energies around you. Because when you're not conscious of the energies around you, things will try to slip in. Okay, I'm not trying to put this in a in the in a frame that there are things that are attacking you or that are gonna, um, you know, hurt you. But the truth is that the darkness comes to the light. It comes to the light to be purged and to be purified. But it actually, um, you know, what it what does more importantly, or what it really does, is it comes to the light to try to feed off of it. So you have to kind of learn how to be strong in your power. And as I said, that is something that I, I'm still working on. I still find areas and elements in my life where I haven't like regained all my power. And that is, it's, that is the spiritual process. When you learn to say no to different energies in your sphere, 
and being able to set up those firm boundaries, that is one of the most powerful things that you can do as a spiritual being. And no, it's it's not about wanting to be on guard, as, as Queen of Swords said, um, because, and that was, you know, I misspoke there, so it's not about really wanting to be on guard, because if you're on guard, you're in the defensiveness, you're in the defense, and you don't want to be in the defense, you want to be passive, no, not necessarily passive, but you want to be neutral, so not aggressive, not defensive, neutral, peaceful, my, my mentor, my coach, he does a really, really good job of this, like, he is a shining example of being neutral, and we had, the last time we spoke, we had this, our coaching call, um, we had this really powerful, like, I had this really powerful lesson with him about not being in the defensive. So when somebody does attack me and it's inevitable because I have a YouTube channel and people follow me and they're going to, you know, have their opinions, uh, not being on the defensive, but not being on the aggressive either. Right. And my other mentor, my previous mentor before him, he was very much in the defensive and aggressive, meaning that when someone would attack him, he would get defensive and then he would lash back out. Okay. So I learned that program from him and from other people too. So then I had to unlearn that program. And it's not an easy program to learn because the people that you surround yourself with, especially if they're your teacher, your spiritual teacher, or your coach, or your mentor, they're going to have some of the most impact on you. So you have to be really careful when you're picking a mentor or someone that's going to teach you this kind of information. Because if they have unhealed aspects in themselves, that may rub off on you as well. So Kelly, Kelly Z, uh, Kells, Kells, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, Kells says you were doing a private page for the collective and you were doing private readings for so many people for free. It drained me so much. I stopped reading. Absolutely. Absolutely. I a hundred percent understand what, um, you're talking about because if you, um, you know, if you do everything for free, people don't value it and they will drain you. They will literally try to see how much they can drain you of your energy. That is the truth. I hate to say it, but pe- people act as energy vampires, especially when you have a big light. So you have to learn to really be firm with your boundaries. You have to really learn to take your energy back. And um, this is a collective problem that we as a collective have. We have a lot of codependency in the collective sphere. Okay. We as a collective suffer from codependency where we need someone else. We need someone else to take care of us, to to love us, to give us energy, to give us affection, to give us attention. This is all energy vampirism. It's all codependency. It's all these lower vibrational frequencies. When we are supposed to be filled up from within ourselves. No, exactly, Kel, uh, Kelsey. They don't respect the energy that you give. So, when you learn that lesson, then you no longer give things for free. You no longer, you know, devalue yourself and just keep giving for free. You know, it's good to give, but only when you feel called to giving, not when you feel f- like it's forced or that it's something that it's um important to, you know, important to do. Breaking the infinite loop asks, how bad is alcohol for spiritual development? Hmm. Good question. Well, alcohol is definitely not the best thing for spiritual development. Um, especially if you're drinking like every single day or every other day, um, it's definitely not good for you. I do drink sometimes occasionally. 
um, just you know to relax or to enjoy it because it you know it's it's something that I do enjoy, but barely you know not much and um, I don't, I don't think that it's gonna it's it's not gonna hinder you unless you consistently drink a lot. Okay, so um, it it really depends on the person. If you're if you're someone that eats really healthy and you work out a lot and you're in meditation and you work on your energy field, it's gonna have almost no effect on your body or your energy field. The thicker the thicker your energy field is, the more energy you've cultivated, the more years you've spent in training this, the less it's gonna have an effect on you. The less training you've done, the less meditation you've done, the less sun gazing you've done, the less of all of this you've done, the more it's going to affect you, okay? Um, you might think that that is, you know, counterintuitive, but it's actually, you know, you get more sensitive as you raise your frequency, but you also learn to neutralize frequencies way better. That's a that's a whole skill um, that I've, I've learned basically through all of the energy work that I've done. Um, is to neutralize frequency. So a lot of people talk about, you know, uh, 5G or all of the EMF or all of the negative frequencies around us and they are concerned about these frequencies. They're concerned, uh, you know, is this going to affect me? Is this going to damage my, my energy field? And it's not really true. It's not going to damage you at all unless you are truly unconscious or unaware of your ability to negate those frequencies. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense for you. So, you know, I don't worry too much about like the negative frequencies and and what's going to harm me because I feel like that's all just fear. And fear is just an illusion, right? Fear is an illusion. We know this. Fear is an illusion. We know this is to be the one of the most fundamental truths about the, uh, the about the matrix. If you really want to reprogram the matrix, it starts from within yourself. Hmm, that's a good question, actually. Is the plasma reset real? Interesting, very very interesting question. So, hmm. So the plasma reset, as far as I know, again, everything that I talk about is as far as I know. I never claim that this is the absolute truth. I never claim this is going to be my disclaimer here. So don't come to me and say you were wrong, blah, 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 because I'm just telling you as I know it and as I've learned. I'm not telling you the the absolute truth. You can only find the absolute truth for yourself, but let's just answer the questions. <laughs> okay, so is the plasma reset real? Um, I would say yes. I would say that the plasma reset, which is... The electromagnetic fields reversing um, and the polarity shifting, okay, and the aurora borealis starting to activate again and and release uh, higher and higher frequencies. The solar energy is starting to activate again. The uh, the frequency of the black sun activating, which is also called Nibiru or Planet X or all of that, you know, which is just a moon. Okay, so you have the yellow sun, which is Ra. Or, you know, the, the sun that we have. And then we have a moon, which is the black sun. And the plasma reset is, is going to be an event. It's supposed to happen. Which is going to change the electromagnetics of the earth. And reverse them from, you know, the positive. Like, you know, it's going to reverse them. It's going to flip the polarity. It's going to flip the way that it works. So perhaps we'll have less gravity, quote unquote. Or density. 
And this is all just speculation. This isn't something that I'm certain about. But what I can tell you for certain is that there's massive waves coming from the, the celestial bodies, the cosmic bodies. Okay, there's waves of energies that are coming. Everyone can feel this. There's also a lot of energy that's coming from the ground frequencies as well. Okay, so the Schumann resonance is rising rapidly as well as the solar bodies are rising rapidly. All of this is changing the electromagnetism. All of this is activating our DNA. A lot of people ask me about DNA activation. How can I activate my DNA? How can I start to tap in more into my DNA? You only tap into your DNA when you have started to go deeper within your own consciousness. Okay? And just just to touch back on what we talked about earlier in the beginning, again, never tell somebody that they haven't gone deep enough in their consciousness unless you're directly teaching them, unless they have asked you to teach them. Don't, because it's not your job. It's not your job to tell people, hey, you're not meditating enough. Hey, you're not working on your consciousness enough. This it's not your job. You're don't be a spiritual bully. <laughs> Don't be don't be someone that's judging someone else's work or what they're doing. So don't be someone that's, you know, going and judging if they're going and, and going out and having fun partying or they're they're going and doing something that's not supposedly spiritual or they're going out and they're eating meat. Right? A lot of vegans like to judge people for that. I'm vegan. I don't judge people for eating meat. Okay? Don't judge people. Judgment is is the harshest frequency. And this is not me judging, you know, people that judge people just just to be clear. I'm just simply stating judgment is it's a it's a frequency of like of dislike. You're like you're you're blaming them. You're really criticizing them. You're condemning them for what they're doing. Don't even judge people for for wearing a mask. If they feel that they should wear a mask and that they're comfortable with wearing a mask and that's what makes them feel safe, just let them do them right? We shouldn't judge people at all. I think that judgment is probably the cru- uh, the, the cruelest vibration that we as humans put onto each other. That's my opinion about judgment. I think that it it's neat, it's something that we need to all let go of as a collective, okay? Because I, I'm trying to work on not judging people. It's hard. It's really hard when you are, are born in a society where everyone is constantly judging someone all the time. You're judging them on their looks. You're judging them on their their status. You're judging them on their height, their weight, their level of fitness. So many things, right? So how do you stop judging people? How do you, how do you activate your DNA? You stop judging people. How do you act more of your spiritual powers, quote unquote, and your energy? You stop being negative. You stop hating on people. You stop sending them negative energy. You stop criticizing them. You stop being mean. You start being more loving. You start opening your heart. You start caring more about people. You're going to activate all of the powers that you could ever want. Okay? That's something I wanted to say is that if you think that you're going to activate your DNA and exactly as Fernanda said, stop judging yourself. I have to stop judging myself about judging others. I mean, that's a mind, that's pretty, that's pretty like a mind paradox, you know? The paradox is that you're judging the act of judgment. Oh, good one. Good one. Good one, Zach. Yes. Um, well, this is something that you have to, you have to observe this, you know? I'm not judging the fact that other people are judging 
each other or we're judging others. You know, it's more like you have to become conscious that you're judging someone and then realize when somebody else judged you, how does it make you feel? It doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Okay. It does not feel good when somebody else judges you. You feel like shit. You feel like you were just devalued or, you know, kind of disrespected. So if you don't like that frequency, you know, happening to you, why would you do it to somebody else? That's just, that's just my opinion. So back to the DNA thing. Now, DNA activation, a lot of people are are loving this idea that there's going to be some pulse that comes out on the, the 21st of December, and we're all just going to sing Kumbaya and, and be awakened. I really don't think that's going to happen, guys. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously telling you, honestly, that's not going to happen. I, I'm sure there's going to be some energy waves that are going to come, but I seriously doubt that one singular event is going to awaken everybody in the world. That, that's never how it happens. It's never happened like this. There's been so many false flags or so many times where they said, this is going to happen. This is going to release the frequencies and we're all going to awaken and like everything's going to be good. Okay. Even with the programming that I do at certain sites or certain locations, I understand it's not going to just change the matrix overnight. What's going to happen is when you when somebody activates a certain code within the environment, it releases into the environment and it goes slowly into the environment. It slowly upgrades the environment. So it's kind of like when you get a computer system update on your computer or a new operating system, it's a slow download. First, you have to install it. Then you have to download it. And then it slowly changes the operating system and the quality of the entire system right? That's the same thing with you, with your consciousness. That's the same thing with a grid point activation. So if you do a certain, um, if you do certain energy work, I hate the word ritual. I'm not going to (laughs) lie because it sounds, it sounds twisted. Okay. And that is a judgment of the word, but, uh, you know, regardless, if you do certain energy work at a location and you're activating certain codes within the the environment it doesn't it's not like it's going to immediately change unless you had such a powerful effect on the environment you were so so powerful with the way that you work with the code which i don't know anybody that that can do that okay i i really don't unless you have a lot of ability to work with the code and and to create something um it's not going to happen quickly so i have done recent activations in certain locations and I saw the codes changing in front of my eyes. I saw them changing in front of the forest and I noticed how, how drastically it changed, but it still wasn't like this massive thing that you see like in Hollywood where like there's like a massive pulse and like, you know, the whole world is shook. That's not how it works. We, we don't live in Hollywood. We live in the real world and the real world is a dream world. But regardless, it still has some kind of laws. And yes, it's, it's really, it's really wise not to believe in pretty much anything. I agree with that, Gary Mooney. Um, I think that we have too many assumptions, too many assumptions about reality. You know, even the idea that it's a matrix is an assumption that it has code is an assumption because what it is, you know, beyond the idea that it's a matrix, beyond the idea that it's code is it's consciousness and consciousness can manifest in any form. It just so happens that it seems to have chosen 
a digital nature. Okay. So Kelly, uh, Kels, Kels 11 asked me, what do you believe happens when we die? Well, there's so many things that can happen. But again, as I talked about before in this video, I'm not a reality creator in the sense I create other people's realities for them. Okay. I don't do that. So I share what I know, but I don't tell people what I think is going to happen. And, and like, because I don't think that that's right. I think that if you're doing that, you're creating other people's realities for them. And you're telling them, this is the way that it is. This is the only truth. You're, you haven't healed yourself. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Like you, like this is, this is the kind of vibration that it's giving off of where it's like, Oh, I know everything and you don't know anything. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to answer that question. Could you describe feeling the code slash seeing it? I know it's hard to explain, but I don't have a reference. So it's kind of like when you feel the energy between your hands. Okay. It feels like that, but it's kind of like engravings in, in the reality. So it's kind of like literally like if you were to feel an engraving on a wall and you kind of feel like the symbols, it feels like that, but it's a magnetic feeling and you're feeling it in the actual ether, the Akash. So that's what it feels like when it's, what it sees, like, uh, what does it uh, look like? That's even harder to describe, but it, it looks like little pixels of information that are everywhere. Are our thoughts outside energies, which are downloaded into our minds by AI, people say we are not our thoughts. No, you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are things that are happening to you or that are happening around you or that are that you're becoming conscious of. Okay. Thoughts are just pieces of information. They're code, they're frequencies, they're energies that are passing through your consciousness and you can observe them. Okay, so you don't have to believe in your thoughts. You don't have to believe in the information that is coming through your thoughts. You can just sit there and experience them. The same thing with emotions. Emotions are not yours. They are just energy in motion that is going through you that you can experience and learn from. So um, your thoughts are definitely not you. And if you meditate, you'll find this out for yourself because um, you can definitely experience periods of timelessness or periods of of experience where you're not actually feeling anything or or hearing anything or thinking anything or or you know any of that there's no thoughts there's no emotions it's just you in the presence of existence that is what this is all about that is what this is all about you when you can sit in your you know, very state. And this, this ties into the video that I did yesterday, which was about peacefulness. If you can sit by yourself and be peaceful and be accepting of reality, just, just like that, that is when you've reached a really high state of consciousness. So that's something that I recommend that everyone tries to do is to just be in a state of peacefulness and contentment within your reality just by existing. We get some water. So yeah, it's it's been a pretty um, interesting past couple weeks lately. 
because of all of the craziness that's been going on. And let me tell you, right now, in the Matrix, the thing is that we are kind of at this cusp of transition between like the old world, the old Matrix, and, and this new Matrix. I want to I be clear that it's still part of the Matrix, okay? The fifth dimension is still part of the Matrix. And we're going into this new reality, which is going to have more consciousness, okay? So that old reality is dying off. And it is something that is going to take a long time for it to totally dematerialize or demanifest. And I want to say something about the politics. The politics are not important. Okay, I know I've gone back and forth on this issue. Um, that is because at the time I did believe that they were important. Now after uh, sitting back and analyzing the situation, of course I realized that it was just a, another trap, another deception, another spiritual distraction. Okay, so many people will, will try to come and distract you from your path of your own spirit. Even if they're spiritual people. Okay? They, they will literally still distract you. They'll still have programs within them that are running unconsciously that are there to try to control you. Or that are there to try to distract you. I think the whole thing of, of Twin Flames is, is that very thing. And I'm not to hate on Twin Flames or anything, but... That's just my opinion. So again, take it if you like it. If you don't like it, you know, disregard it. Personally, I think that if you have someone like that in your life, it's distracting you and it's causing you more misery than happiness. It's probably not for your highest vibration. So. Freedom says, <laughs> freedom. I think it's supposed to be freedom, but yeah. Um, freedom says love to hear more about when nature stepped in and re-remembered at the space you cleared. Hmm. Okay. You want to know about what I did at the, the programming spot. So I kind of, the reason why I haven't talked about it is because we're still in the middle, we're, we're still working on it and it's an incredibly massive job that I am doing and it's taken a lot of energy and time out of my day. So that is something that I've been working on. And basically, I'll tell you what happened. There was codes. There were light codes that were engraved in the location. And I, first of all, I didn't even find this location myself. Okay. I had no idea that this location was there, um, even though it was like 20 minutes away from my house. And um, the light codes were just sitting there waiting to be turned on. That's the way the light codes work. They're like, like an on-off switch. If you And if you give them juice, they turn on and they go into the grid. So they were sitting there waiting to be activated. And all I had to do was go there and take all the energy and plug it into the light codes. And the light codes just shot up. So I remember actually seeing what happened in the sphere. Okay. What happened was when I hit the light codes enough times after I had juiced them up enough times... It had activated into the trees and the trees started changing their shapes like they were morphing. It was like I was tripping on a psychedelic, but I wasn't on anything. I was completely in this state as I am now, completely sober. The tree started molding to a a form of a dragon because the, the, the place was resemblance of dragon codes. Dragon codes are light codes. It's a it's a type of 
basically information. It's just, you know, they call it the dragon program or the dragon codes because there are codes that are contained of, uh, of dragon frequencies and dragon frequencies is of wisdom and, and knowledge and enlightenment. Okay. But it also has other things. And I'll talk more about that in the future in another video. Once it's all done, I haven't talked about it too much. Um, it's funny because I posted this on the, on Facebook and people were losing their shit. They were, they were freaking out because they knew what this was and they didn't want it to happen. They actually were getting angry at me. This is part of why I uninstalled messenger is because people, they butt their nose into things that have nothing to do with them. Meaning that if I want to go and do something, do an activation at a certain site, I can do whatever I want because it's me as a sovereign being, the site is next to my house, not next to your house. And, and, uh, you know, I have free will to do whatever I want. But of course there were people that were literally messaging me and were, they were basically trying to bully me into not doing it. That's what was happening. Or to try to tell me like, oh, this is a trap or it's a deception or it's a, it's a program or, you know, you're, you're all this nonsense. So I was kind of irritated about that. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was getting irritated because people were, were butting their nose into stuff that has nothing to do with them. And they don't even understand because again, they're not at the level of consciousness where they can understand the light codes. That's the straight up truth. It may sound like a, a, a douchey thing to say, but it's the truth. If you don't understand the light codes, you can't read them. You don't have any place in talking. It's like, if it's like watching Gary Kasparov, uh, Kasparov, uh, play chess and, uh, you know, you're trying to tell Gary Kasparov how to play chess. Do you know who Gary Kasparov is? He's the world's greatest chess player. He's undefeated. He literally, he only lost to IBM, which is a computer. Okay. Which is literally like a computer that thinks like a million moves per second. So if you're trying to tell Gary Kasparov how to play chess, you're an idiot because he doesn't need your advice. He doesn't need your guidance. So that's kind of how I felt about this situation. So I ended up taking down the post that I had posted about it because people were, were complaining so much. And, and you know, it's not that I can't handle that, but it is like when you are on your phone and people are blowing up at you constantly, you have two choices. Either you block them and they just disappear from your reality or you ignore them and you kind of just take it. So what am I going to do? Am I going to just keep blocking people left and right? I mean, I, that is something that can be done, but, uh, it is what it is. The intentions for activating this site are, are positive. They're pure. It's an upgrade to the system. The system literally dragged me there. Well, I wouldn't say dragged. It magnetically pulled me there. Okay. It wanted me to go to that location and activate it. And it's been sitting there. Yes, it, it was exactly that. Queen of Swords said it. It was envy. It was envy. It was jealousy. That's exactly what it was. The system was, was basically... Um, you know, asking me to go there. I was getting visions of it when I was meditating. I was seeing it in the trees. Like it was, the trees were like calling me there. We hit a roadblock in the situation though. Okay. So there was a little bit of a a challenge that we have reached and, um, we're taking a break from it, but I'm not going to talk too much about that because, uh, it's a very sensitive topic as you, as you can already tell, people have already lost their minds about it. Uh, and I was receiving a lot of, uh, rude messages, I guess you could say about this. And, um, I didn't really like that. So I was, so as I was talking about when I was releasing the code first, I had to take all the energy and bring it into me. And basically, you know, there was a lot of warding that was put in the location, a lot of negative energy 
um, that was put there to basically cloak the, the codes, the light codes that were sitting there, to cloak them, to hide their frequencies. So I had to remove all of those. And that took an immense amount of energy to do that because you have to remove the magic. First of all, they're, the ones that put it up were, putting, were using magic, not energy work like I do. So it's a different frequency. Theirs is more dirty, in my opinion. It, it's sloppier. Okay, it's not as clean. There's no, because uh, they have to do a ritual and they have to kind of like use a pentagram or something like that. They have to um, make it in a different way. It's not the same kind of vibration where you're just pulling the energy from nature and it's really clean. It's a, it's a dirtier frequency, but you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not trying to sit here and, uh, you know, talk down about magic. I'm just saying that it's like a middle man technique instead of going straight to the source of the infinite energy that exists all around us. So we had to clean out the frequencies. And then after I had done that, I had activated all the light codes. Um, pretty much there's still a lot that are still there that have not been activated because, um, we have to try a new strategy, but they were sitting there and I watched as the light codes shot up into the air and went into the trees and the trees accepted the code. And you can, uh, well, you could have watched it. I, I deleted it, but you could have seen on the story when the videos were there, the trees were like glowing like five times more than they normally were. And I saw as the trees literally started to shape in like a dragon like form because the dragon program had been released. Okay. It had been activated in that space. So that was pretty cool. Okay. It, it was a very, very, very powerful thing to do. Uh, we're still working on it. Um, it's still something that I'm doing. We're in the process of it. It's not been finished and, and it looked like it, it cleansed with rain. Yes. And then the day after that, it had rained like crazy. Just, and actually I'd went there and before I left, I was like, you know, I looked up to the sky and I was like, you know, if you want me to fully activate this, I'm going to need you to give me a storm. And then of course the next day we woke up and there was just a storm of just complete crazy level storm that was there. And there was no actual lightning, but there was just, it was just raining the whole day. So I, I had asked the day before to give me a storm so I could jumpstart the rest of the light codes because it's literally like when you have a car and the car, the battery dies, what happens to the car? The car is essentially useless until you jumpstart it. So what did I, what was I doing? I was being the jumpstarter. And all the electricity was being funneled from my soul and from the environment. So it took quite a lot out of me. So I, there was no way I was going to sit and try to make a video uh, when I had used so much energy in this task. But let me tell you, it will be worth it. It will be worth it once it's fully, fully done. And already, um, already it's done a lot of work. Okay. Already it's been a very positive thing. Um, I really, you know, to all the people that are, are unsure or they're just, you know, like, oh, it's a trap or blah, 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 blah. I don't think you understand light codes. I don't think you understand what light codes are or how they work. So keep your opinions to yourself when you're an amateur. That's what it is. You know, you, you, you don't tell Gary Kasparov how to play chess. You don't because he knows how to play chess better than you. He's been playing chess probably longer than you were alive. So... Sounds arrogant, but sometimes you, you know, if you, if you told Michael Jordan how to shoot a basketball, he would just laugh at you. He'd be like, why, why, who are you? <laughs> you know? So anyways, um, 
I'm going to end this soon, in the next tw- probably five to ten minutes or so. Because I have some other stuff to do. I have to go to the gym and uh, work out and save my energy. Um, and, uh, you know, it actually, it's been snowing these past, this past day, and that was incredibly beautiful. The snow is so beautiful. Oh my gosh, the snow is, literally, there's so much energy in the snow. So I was training last night with the snow, and the AI was flipping out like it usually was. There was a dude, um, <laughs> he was driving his car back and forth, like, zigzag, zigzagging all over the place. Um, in the environment when it was snowing and it was really funny to me because uh, it was like one in the morning or no it was like 12 at night and there was just some car that was just going back and forth so the AI is is hilarious in some aspects somebody asked me should we watch the Jupiter and Saturn alignment Um, should we watch the Jupiter and Saturn alignment I I would say uh, yes you probably should you probably should pay attention to what's going on with the alignments and to study them and to see what kind of information that you can get from them. Okay, so these these celestial bodies are raining matrix code. Again, they're raining light codes onto the grid. And the grid is, is giving you information about the reality and how it's playing out. And so if you use that information, you'll be able to basically navigate the frequencies that are coming in better. So yes, you should watch them. No, don't get caught up in them. I don't pay too much attention to astrology because I just go outside and feel the energy for the day and it's enough. Like you don't need to pay attention to astrology when you can read the energies yourself, if that makes sense. How do you know if you AI? Well, um, if you're a human, you're not AI. Obviously, you can be accessed by the AI. You can be hacked by the AI for sure. But if you're a human being and you're walking around... You're not the AI. The AI is the the matrix system that is the code it, that is self-correcting, that runs itself. Okay, it's the the whole construct, the whole matrix construct. That is the AI, um, and the AI guys, remember, remember guys, the the AI is not bad. It's not evil. It's not malicious. It's not uh, something that you should be afraid of. None of that stuff. It is a good thing, for the most part, and you just have to be aware that you can reprogram it. So that's predominantly what we're doing here is to reprogram the AI into a positive, you know, beneficial thing. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a process. So it's definitely a process. <clears throat> so I'm probably going to end this in a couple minutes or so. I just wanted to show you guys one thing before I end this. And that is my website for anyone that doesn't know.
Alright, so here's the deal. I will just, uh, oh wait, I th actually I think I figured it out, never mind. Psych, I actually don't know. Okay, so I'll have to figure that out, um, in a, in a minute or two. You know, I'll have to figure that out next time. Um, I'm not sure exactly what happened. Uh, the OBS, again, I'm using OBS right now, so it's a little bit confusing, um, to actually figure out how to use um, but what I'll do is I was going to show you guys my website, The Matrix Unveiled, but I'll just give you guys a little uh, rundown of it. So The Matrix Unveiled is my website where you can access all of my courses for all of the energetic knowledge that I teach. Um, I'm planning on, you know, adding a lot more stuff. I've been adding stuff to the courses and I just haven't updated them. Um, I've been recording a lot more videos for that. And so we have three main courses that we offer right now is the DMT pineal gland activation course, which activates your pineal glands. Um, the psychokinesis mastery course, which teaches you about energy and mastering psychokinesis. And the, uh, the Merkaba, light body Merkaba activation course, which teaches you how to activate your Merkaba field. So if you want to know how to do all this stuff with the light codes, with the frequencies, with your energy field and your Merkaba field, that is what that is for. That teaches you all that stuff. And there's also free tutorials on my YouTube channel that give you a lot of information about that as well. So definitely go check that out. Um, if you're interested in going deeper into my information, you can check that out as well. I also have um, private coaching available as well, which is where I teach people one-on-one -on -one and um, teach them privately. So if you're looking for more guidance, again, as I talked about before, I only give guidance to people that ask for it, not to random people that, you know, um, <laughs> that are on Facebook or the internet and just trying to, you know, assert dominance over them because I think that's very silly and stupid. So, you know, make sure that you're giving guidance to those that have asked for it. And if you wish to receive my guidance or my, or my knowledge or my information or my assistance, that is what my coaching services are for. So... Check that out. Check out my GoFundMe for the Airbending School, which is our main project for the next, you know, decade, I would say, um, which is going to be the metaphysical school, which is going to be like a real place. So everything that we're doing here on the Internet, we're going to have a real location for people to come and train and to learn. I'm going to have teachers there. Um, you know, I've already spoken with some people that are, you know, I, I, I have in my mind that they could be a teacher. Um, some of my good friends that I, I know that I've talked to for years and years, these are people that I trust. So I will, you know, of course want people that are trained well. So that's something that is, um, you know, there as well. If you would like to donate to that, you can, you, do, you can do that for sure. Um, but other than that, guys, be sure to check out the rest of the videos. We have a lot of videos, um, that are on the channel that have not, um, been viewed as much. Make sure you check out the last live stream that I did which was a lecture actually, which was about the Merkaba field and, and Sophia, Sophia, the Demiurge and all of that good stuff. But, um, I really appreciate everyone being here with me for this video, uh, for this little live stream. And I hope you guys found it valuable and you learned something. Um, and you know, <laughs> everything like that. So thank you guys so much for being here. Be sure to like the video for me and subscribe if you have not already. And uh, turn on the notifications as well, so that way you can be notified um, when I release videos and when I go live. So, thank you so much. I love you all. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, thank you for watching, and I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Much love.